Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One, two, three. He's okay. But they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Well, either way. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I am here determined to stop this future atrocity. It's just not a natural thing we would do in our society. You don't see that. Yes. Two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and... Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Let me tell you, the one that matters is me. Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. I've done more in 500 days than any president has ever done in their first 500 days. I give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. So I'm trying to follow this in my mind. Comey comes out and says Hillary didn't do anything illegal. Republicans hated him. Democrats loved him. 
Comey comes back and reopens the, reopens the investigation. Democrats hate him. Republicans love him. Blah, blah, blah. Book, Lock her up. Book comes out. Democrats love him. Republicans hate him again. We've switched back again. Finally. Good time. He's, he's on a Colbert and comes out. The crowd cheers and everything like that. Now this report comes out yesterday. We're back to... Democrats hate him, Republicans, and Republicans hate him. Right. Now everybody hates him. Finally. <laughs> We're where we inevitably had to be. Yeah. Live from Studio C. See, senor. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. The Inspector General's Report. Something for everyone. And when I say hate him, I mean, you know... Hate him. Lock him up. Harry, Lock him up. Harry Reid said at one point, James Comey might as well be the, the, the chair of the Republican committee. That was during the period of time when the Democrats previously hated him. Right. right. And when the book came out, he was cheered. He'd go on all these shows and people just standing ovation because he's all that's good and right. Because he's anti-Trump. That's he's anti-Trump. Right. That's now right. it's back to hating him again. Yep. <laughs> How dare he. Uh, and you cannot get honest coverage of this IG report. It's not easy. Although, oh. as uh, as we said when the book came out, uh, James Comey, the only person in America that can unite everybody in thinking, you're a douche, dude. Right. <laughs> He's <laughs> you, brought us together. You think way too highly of yourself. Uh I'm sure he's sitting somewhere with that smug look that he has with his chin up, mm. staring toward the sunrise, saying, nobody understands my greatness, how I've saved this nation. He's alone, but for his dog, which is rolling its doggy eyes. Can you believe this guy? It's thinking. Anyway, more on that coming up. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Good. I guess there's a recording of James Comey telling somebody he'll do whatever it takes. Gary Johnson will not be president. (laughs) That um, explains it. (laughs) Hey, I... Father's Day is this Sunday, so oh, if you haven't right. gotten a gift, or you know, don't forget to call Dad on Sunday. So that's that's all. That's good. That's a good one. Yep. Uh, there is positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I was uh, kind of interested by this story I saw yesterday. The University of Chicago is uh, making the admissions process test your your SATs, your ACTs, no longer a, a requirement to uh to go to their fine higher institution of learning. I've heard that headline, I haven't heard the why. It's the first top ranked college to do so. Uh the the news sent a shutter, the blah blah blah. I don't see a why either, but I just think that's an interesting yeah. kind interesting. of direction to go and it's just one. Do you know the why? Joe? No. I assume it has something to do with we want a broader picture of our students' qualifications and recognize that some students from certain backgrounds, blah, blah, blah. Packaged mm-hmm. with a number of other changes to advertise as promoting accessibility, including new scholarships, well, et cetera, et cetera. I'm trying to decide whether or not I should uh, scream and yell about being angry about this or right or cheer it. Is, it. is it now it's more important to have diversity than how well you did on your test scores? That would give me an opportunity to yell and scream about it. I suspect that's the case, but I don't know. Or is it deciding it. that standardized tests are no way to decide who's smart and who's not, which I would cheer, because right. I think that's true. Wow, so you are a man in conflict. <laughs> you are uh, <laughs> sure what to think, which way to scream. You're, um, well, you're like the Inspector General's report. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, I went over to the Raven Social and Athletic Club, and everyone was abuzz about the first round of the uh, World Cup, the big soccer mm. games going on. Really? Yes, one of my cohorts, uh, cohorts the, uh, the said... The old uh, Russia-Saudi Arabia match yes, really getting their attention. Yes. yes, he said, I watched that match. Did you see that match? I said, no, I was working. He was saying, 
Well, Putin and the Saudi king were sitting side by side during the match at the beginning war. Yeah, MSB or MSL or MSG or yes. C- yeah. CGI or yeah, that's it. What's yes. the guy's name? Uh, Ben Salman, MBS. Yeah, he was with Putin. Yeah. Which, I mean, there's a couple of heavyweights. Yeah. Holy cow. There are handshakes and smiles all around till the Russians stomped the Saudis. And oh, it got very, no. very Saudi stompers. You know, yeah. that, that conversation you had yeah. at the bar, I had at many bars where I'd roll yeah. into the bar and somebody'd say, Did you see something? And I'd yeah. say, No, I was at work. I had to work. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, some of my cohorts are early, early, early arrivals. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, well, some of the people I hung out with bars didn't uh, weren't uh, weren't uh, you know uh, they were between jobs. Yes, they weren't being held back by the right. need to appear somewhere every day. Right. Other than that bar, yes, money's uh, just a construct, man. Exactly, <laughs> freed themselves from the day to day rat race. <laughs> I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is Friday, June fifteenth, the year twenty eighteen. We're setting you straight in twenty one eight. We're Armstrong and getting we approve of this program. I'm telling you, you will get fair and balanced coverage of the IG report here because it's all interesting. And we will begin to interest you precisely according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. We're going to adhere to the appropriate disciplinary process. And once that process is complete, we won't hesitate to hold people accountable for their actions. Hey, now! There you go. That's FBI Director Ray taking the first step toward what'll take generations, and that is to restore the FBI's credibility to what it was there for a while. It'll never happen in my lifetime. I'll never look at the FBI the same way. Did they intentionally find the most monotone guy to share this amazing news? (laughs) I I only heard half of what he said. He lost me. I tell you what, winners, losers, losers, the FBI and the Justice Department. Floundering, biased, poor judgment. Beyond biased, contempt. Yes. Well, yes. And you can't tell me if you have contempt for a candidate that you're not biased. That's impossible. Well, and, and it's a little light on, the, the report's a little light on conclusions. That's what I'm for. And I'll well, draw plenty of conclusions. Well, and there are commentators in some quarters that say, therefore, you know, there's no uh, there's no conclusions to be had. Well, that's only true if you've never dealt with human beings in your life. You got human beings who are that wildly hateful in one direction. It's going to affect the way they do their jobs. What are other headlines, Marshall? Well, as you've been uh, talking about the IG report getting a lot of reaction, including another Trump Twitter storm this morning. White House news briefing yesterday gets very personal very quickly. And one of America's most popular cereals linked to a widespread salmon or salmonella outbreak. So we'll get into all those stories coming up minutes from now. Armstrong and Getty. Which one swims up swims upstream? That's the salmonella. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful fish. Right. And by the way, Hillary got screwed also, so it was just it was yes. all the heat. Oh, yes. Clearly. Yes. <laughs> Um, uh, what was I going to say? I had something I was going to throw in. I thought it was important. Ah, it doesn't matter. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. A little of this, a little of that. We got clips of the week. Oh, I've never read one of these big government reports when it comes out. I might actually read this one or attempt it 500-some pages. Sounds pretty interesting. Where do you get one? Um, sure, you can download it. Mm. At least you should be able to go to the bookstore. Anyway, we'll give you the highlights. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. It was a beautiful 
this mixed with your disgust, some of the amusing things were that a whole bunch of people, including Comey, were using personal email servers as they investigated Hillary Clinton's personal email server, which is just interesting. Personal email accounts. Personal email accounts, yes. yeah. Um, uh, yeah, having your own server is a special level of weird. Yeah. But um, uh, who even knows how to do that? But also the fact that... Like with a cloth? <laughs> also the fact that James Comey was the only person in the Western Hemisphere that didn't know that Anthony Weiner and Huma Abedin were married to each other. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Just hilarious. <laughs> wow. Wow. Crazy. Mailbag. What? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, my God. How many, Wait a minute. How many people missed there? Error. <laughs> Compounded by error. We're like the FBI over here. We got to have an investigation. Sean and I looked at each other like, are we in the are we, are we wrong? cops? We were just <laughs> running into each other. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I realized my error immediately, though. <laughs> Are you taking full responsibility? Yeah. I yeah. quickly turned the car around. I hit the brake. <laughs> I'm taking partial responsibility. Uh, so, yeah, sorry. It's Friday, isn't it? It's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. I'm going to say one thing. F*** Trump. I communicate for a living, but I'm terrible at communicating with people I care about. And he went through a lot. And he wasn't very popular then. Okay. And he wasn't very popular then. No, I'm not thinking about OJ. <laughs> what is the last object that you got hit by? Canadians were polite, were reasonable, but we also will not be pushed around. But I kept my head up high, brother. I couldn't even go home. I knew things were going to change. I knew it. I, I was the only one. I never had no one to hear me. I didn't know one had to see me. We will be stopping the war games, which will save us a tremendous amount of money. It would divide California into three parts. The part that smokes weed, the part that smokes meat, and the part that smokes meth, I think, are the three parts. Oh, you need a hug? Come here. Let me build you a robot. The robots will hug you now. By the way, on the um, Robert De Niro F. Trump, there was a column in the New York Times from an anti-Trump columnist, Frank Bruni, how to lose the midterms and re-elect Trump. Yeah. Uh, which is absolutely true. A great perceptive piece in the Washington Post with a similar theme, that it did way more harm than good if you're anti-Trump. Sure. It's not an argument. It's merely tribal abuse. Mailbag. Woo! The time has finally arrived for Mailbag. A couple of internal uh, topics first. Is Hanson in there? Where'd he go? He's right there. There he is. Sorry. I couldn't see him. Uh, uh, we have a number of people pointing out that when we send them to the website, it's a, uh, what do you call it? A, a, it's, it's a page it's that a takes you. It's a smorgasbord of entertainment is what it is. <laughs> It's, it's, what do you call it? It's landing a jump page. page. It's a landing page. And then you go to whatever station you're listening to. How well do those stations, do? is everybody posting? If we say, go there to see uh, the link to the article I just referenced in the WAPO, for instance. Will people find that at their local station? Why are people bitching that, you know, they're not getting what they're looking for? Because people like to bitch. Why? People like to complain. You know what this show should, costs? Is, I asked you, are, is the content everywhere that it should be? No. Okay. You know what this show costs? Nothing. It's free entertainment. Huh? 
What else is so good that's free? Yeah, just go to one of the first couple on the list and just click on that website. I don't, I don't know. It's listen, listen, listen. Are you listening? Uh, it's, <laughs> we got kind of a weird thing going here, and, and managing it is not as easy as it might seem. Uh, so we're sorry if you had to look for a couple of minutes for an amusing video we posted for free. Uh, moving along. <clears throat> Jack Joe just wanted to check in, writes uh, David. Been a fan since I don't know when, at least since you had a TV show. Uh, not the new one, LOL. <laughs> Laura Logan. Uh, 2002. Going through a second divorce. Had a rough morning, week, and month. Oh, that sucks. Turned on your show from yesterday. Immediately had some laughs. Felt better. Anyway, you got me through my first divorce. I'm sure you'll help with the second. Oof. I'm swearing off marriage for now. Oh. Uh, or, or from now on. I'm sorry. Look forward to hearing the next show, David. Well, that's rough. We'll, we'll try to be here for you, brother. Sorry things didn't work out. So that's, that's tough. How's that TV show of yours going? (laughs) (laughs) Just great, Laura. Thanks for asking. Um, uh, Moving along. Uh, Oh, that's right. Yesterday we we read harsh criticism during Mailbag, and Shelley felt the need to respond. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. You guys are quick, smart, funny, and well-informed on politics and life in general. I feel bad for the dullards that just don't get it. Yeah. It's... it's, mm. You don't want to be the one person to admit you don't get a joke because that brand is a dullard. So just keep listening till you do get it. Don't be a dullard. Yeah, sometimes though people make jokes and they they blame it on the receiver, and it's clearly the teller. Mm. So it happens. It does happen occasionally, but not Have here. You been spying on my open mics again. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Buenos dias, señores. Writes Eric of Astoria, Oregon. Oregon. Uh, Jack brought. <clears throat> up gossip is one of those vices that's all too emblematic of the modern socio-political experience. This brings to mind a well-substantiated theory about gossip having contributed to the very development of modern man. Approximately 70,000 years ago, as the uh, Israeli historian Yuval Noah Harari tells us in his book, Sapiens, A Brief History of Mankind. Excellent first chapter and a half. And then I kind of drifted off on it. Yes, anyway. uh, yeah. uh, Homo I, sapiens, I, yes. I haven't read that book. But a lot of smart people that I respect quote that book a lot. They do. (laughs) It does get quoted a lot. Uh, Somehow Homo sapiens developed the ability to use language to describe things much more complex than, for instance, there's a tiger in that bush. (laughs) In fact, it was gossip, e.g., who is sleeping with whom, that probably differentiated Homo sapiens from its older self, as well as being a communicative advancement over Neanderthals. Well, that's just racism, Eric, against my people. Uh, these new linguistic skills, and I quote, provide modern man with reliable information about who could be trusted and meant that small bands could expand into larger bands and sapiens could develop tighter and more sophisticated types of cooperation. That's really interesting. <clears throat> um, uh, and it came up in um, in context of the Wiener documentary, which I watched, in which he believed, and he's absolutely right, that it was more about the gossip than the, you know whether or not he'd be a good mayor. Is what drove the excitement, you know. Yes, him and his wife and the sex, and it's the same way thing with Trump and Stormy, and 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 it was the same thing with Bill and Monica. It wouldn't have been near the story if he had just perjured himself on something minor. Right, right. Most people don't even know that's what the impeachment was about. It's the sex part that everybody's excited about. So it's sure any single detail of the Clinton stuff would have proved the point in terms of justice. We did not have to hear about. The dress and 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 the mm, the various acts of love and the cigar and the it's right. just all of it. Yeah, I love you, butthead. 
great week of shows. Much uh, Anyway, uh, when Obama normalized relations with Cuba, writes Roger, he was heaped with accolades for leadership and courage. Cuba doesn't have a stellar rights human record or human rights record. When Trump's being slammed for getting cozy with an evil regime, quote unquote, that's a pretty good example. Please shut up and wait till it's over. Then we'll all know. That's a pretty good example, Cuba. Yeah, we 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 you know ignored the Castro's transgressions completely there a couple of years ago. That's right. That's because it was such a brave and courageous thing that Obama did. All right, I want fine. a vacation to Cuba. I don't want a vacation to North Korea. See, I do. Uh, this is a good point. Rob from Northern California writes, and I thought of this myself yesterday. I should have said it, but uh, while listening to your show, uh, I heard a clip of Trump saying that parents of Korean War veterans who gave their lives for our country are pleading with him to bring their bodies home. Upon hearing this, I nearly spit out my coffee. Surely Trump is aware that the Korean conflict predates Vietnam, and those veterans would be a decade older than himself, and their parents would be well into their second century if still alive. Once again, Trump has detracted from all the good he is accomplishing by his con- need to continually exaggerate and lie. Every time I think he's doing a good job, he shoots off a tweet or makes a comment emboldening the narrative that he's not fit as president. You would have to almost certainly be in your 100s to have a a son or daughter that was over in Korea. Yeah, what were the official years of the Korean conflict? I think it ended in 53, 50, didn't it? 49 to 53, something like that. Um so, yeah, I mean, Judy's dad was uh, a Korean War vet, and he died at age 95 five years ago. And the idea that his parents were pleading with Trump for the remains, well, it stretches my credulity. And you know how much I enjoy that. Oh, my. Having your credulity well, stretched? Oh, please. I like it to be pulled on. Gently. Gently. Pull on my credulity. Oh, stop it. I think people got it. Um, so, yeah, we got to get into a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Sarah Sanders got into it with the press corps yesterday. It's a pretty interesting topic, actually. The uh, coverage of the IG report has uh, been incredibly blind men groping the elephant-ish. Depending on which part you grab, you come to completely different conclusions. We'll grab the whole thing and try to let you know what's in it. Trey Gowdy brought it yesterday on his interpretation of it, so we'll play some chunks of him because we really like Trey Gowdy. And he's fairly nonpartisan. Chunks of Gowdy coming up. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Serious errors in judgment. That's what the uh, Inspector General found about Comey's behavior. Serious errors in judgment. That's interesting. That's the uh, title of the fourth volume of my autobiography. Ages 18 to 20. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Difficult to explain decisions was the alternate title. Or seemed like a good idea at the time. Inconceivably bad ideas. (laughs) Let's get to the news now with Marcia Phillips. Now, President Trump has just stepped outside the White House this morning for an interview with Fox and Friends. They covered a number of subjects, including tariffs. Trump is saying the U.S. is going to slap a 25% tariff on $50 billion worth of Chinese exports saying the trade between the U.S. and China has been very unfair for a long time. I mean, they got away with it for 25 years. I'm not just blaming Obama. I'm blaming many presidents and leaders. Trump saying the U.S. will pursue additional tariffs if China retaliates. Now, during that same impromptu, Trump went on to say special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation has been discredited by a government watchdog report. That's the report from the Justice Department Inspector General accusing the FBI of mishandling the Hillary Clinton email investigation. 
Excuse me. The president said the report blew it by saying there was no institutional bias against Trump by the FBI. I beat Clinton dynasty. Right. I beat Bush dynasty. And now, I guess, hopefully I'm in the process of beating very dishonest intelligence. But Trump went on to add. The IG report totally exonerates. I mean, if you look at the results and if you look at the, the head investigators saying we have to stop Trump from becoming president. Well, Trump became president. We have the best economy today we've ever had. Covering a number of things there. <laughs> yeah, just worth pointing out that none the, of that uh, really a contribution to the discussion, but that's worth, fine. Worth pointing out that the, the, the IG report says there's no proof that there is any bias. Right. Um, it, obviously, it'd be ridiculous to say there was no bias, because if you have people who hate one presidential candidate this much, it's impossible that there wasn't some bias. It's well, impossible. Uh, the amusing thing to me this morning in taking in some of the coverage is I'm hearing folks on CNN, for instance, or MSNBC saying, uh, conceding that, well, those texts were extremely troubling. I mean, very, very troubling. Here's your follow-up question. In what way? Why are they troubling? Why do you say they are troubling? What do they indicate to you? What do they make you fear is going on? You can't just say, well, those are extremely troubling, but there's no proof of bias. I mean, that just ignores the way human beings are. Now, uh, uh, granted, you can't lay out some sort of a step-by-step uh, CSI-style right. case of proving you know, what it led to, but investigators prioritize things. They make decisions. Or you go after this. You don't go after that. What are you going to do today all the time based on enthusiasms? And, so, and, and, and Strzok, who was not an investigator, as I've heard him characterized uh, by some media outlets this morning, he was the head of it, right. of Hillary, and then the Trump thing had wild and, and openly stated biases. Who said at one point, I can't imagine one human being in America voting for Donald Trump. It that's ought to the, be 100 million to zero. That's the kind of contempt he had for Trump and the sort of people who would vote for him. Right. Um, which is just an amazing thing to say. And also, who redacted those texts, particularly that text where he said, we'll stop him? Um, that part of that text had not been seen until yesterday. Right. That was new news to all of us. Well, the, the rest of the text had been out there. Somebody somebody blacked out that last part. Who? Right. Who right. and for what reason? Right. We'll never know. You don't cover think? it up. Well, I don't know. Trump, Sessions, etc., they might get to the bottom of it, but I'm telling you. You, you can have the, uh, the Speaker of the House of Representatives demanding right. uh, documents from the FBI, for instance, or the Justice Department, to which they are constitutionally entitled. And six, eight, ten months will go by, foot dragging, obfuscating, etc. And you either get never get the documents, or or everybody loses interest. After the report's release, current FBI Director Chris Ray saying lessons were learned, but the brand was not damaged. Nothing in this report impugns the integrity of our workforce as a whole, or the FBI as an institution. Well, yeah, okay, fine. Um. I mean, he can say that all he want, all he wants. Yeah. Millions of people, including me, will never look at the FBI the same way. Right. Correct. You have agents ooching around who talk openly to other agents about basically. Well, what, was it Strzok or one of the other agents? There are a couple of unnamed agents who called all Trump supporters pieces of s. Wow. I mean, that's an FBI agent involved in an investigation of a candidate calling the Trump supporters right. pieces of s. Right. I'm in the Walmart and I can smell the pieces of s who would vote for Trump. 
What the hell is that? Nice. It's unbelievable. And and listen, are any of you in positions of uh, influence and power where you're careful what you say and you're careful what you put in print? I know we are. I, there are plenty of yep. things I will not text. Maybe they're funny or whatever, but you just don't want them in print. Imagine the level of contempt you must have or just incredible lack of wisdom. But I think it's probably contempt. How much contempt do you have to have to go ahead and put that sort of thing in writing? You must think that it is so clearly true and so overwhelmingly accepted that there's no danger in putting it in writing. That's amazing to me. Absolutely right. That, that's a very good point. As uh, Mark Stein was saying on Tucker's show last night, there's a lot of texts and emails are out there. There's not one blasting Hillary that has come out. And you got to believe if there was one, they'd get it out there. But nobody's come across any FBI agents really blasting Hillary and uh-huh. her supporters as pieces of ass. Only Trump and his supporters. Right. What is that all about? One and these other... are the people in charge of Hillary, then the Russia investigation. But there's no proof of bias. And what? Okay. And poor Hillary, and this sucks for her. <laughs> Strzok was so hell bent on bringing down Trump over this Russia investigation, it delayed the Wiener announcement by a month. In other words, and they found that in the IG report, yeah. Strzok was yeah. so fired up about trying to get Trump on Russia, he ignored the Wiener stuff. And so it was a month later, right, just a week before the uh, election, that we finally got around to the Wiener emails. Right. And that was because he was so enthusiastic about trying to bring down Trump. Right. Which brings up that there's plenty for Hillary to be pissed oh, about absolutely. in this IG report. It is not all one thing or all the other, oh, no. you know, in spite of what you hear. But here's a little metaphor to, uh, for, uh, for you. Tell me if I'm wrong on this. If, uh, you know, if a radio station, the radio station you're listening to right now was trying to decide if uh, we should keep A&G or, or go with something different, and the guy running the study was texting people, I effing hate Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Do you think we'd be getting a fair hearing? What human being would? Well, he put that aside to take a look at things. Who would buy that in the real world? No one. One quick note, the Centers for Disease Control has a warning that a seminal outbreak that's made at least 73 people in 31 states sick has been linked to Kellogg's Honey Smacks cereal. Older listeners might uh, know them as Sugar Smacks. Yeah, the outbreak started from early March to the end of May, which most cases in California, Massachusetts, New York, and Pennsylvania. If you got them, get rid of them. Ask Kellogg's for a rebate. That's Look at Your News. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation, ringing the bell. Or man up and eat them. You get a little little microbe tell you what to eat and what not to eat? <laughs> there you go. The guy in charge of the investigation actually wrote, no, no, he's not. We'll stop it. Referring to Trump becoming president. We'll stop it. It's a heck of a thing to have out there in print somewhere. Yeah, if you meant we, the American voters, you better say so quick. Where is this guy? He's got nothing to say. Uh, he's going to be, he's either going to testify before Congress on his own or he's going to be subpoenaed, according to the chairs of the committees yesterday. Somebody dust off the Fifth Amendment. He's going to need it. You think? Oh, yeah. So there's plenty of stuff to, for Hillary to be mad about, too. Oh, uh, no doubt. I'd be, I'd be steamed if I were her. I promised you we'd be uh, even-handed and, and thorough in bringing the IG report to you. There is so much S in there. The Justice Department, the FBI... Uh, it's, 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 God, it's just there's plenty to not like. The FBI director and the attorney general get a kicking. Yes, well that's, deserved. That's not good. Yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. of different stuff for you. It's going to be a fun Friday. Huh? It's Friday. We're drinking. We get drunk on Fridays. That's what we do around here. We open up that top and bottom drawer there on the desk. Bring out the bottles. Wow. Joe usually drinks the brown stuff. I'm already. I, I stay I'm away from the brown stuff. Too much. <laughs> but this is the way. <laughs> this is the way Tucker Carlson handled the story of the day last night. Today's IG report says there is no evidence that politics played a role in Jim Comey's actions in 2016. And they expect you to believe that because they believe you're stupid. (laughs) But it is clear a lot of people in his life were deeply hostile to Donald Trump. And now we know the FBI was filled with the same kinds of people. Today's report reveals even more text messages to and from Peter Strzok and his girlfriend Lisa Page, including this damning exchange from August of 2016. Page texted Strzok, quote, Trump's not ever going to become president, right? Right? Strzok's reply, quote, no, no, he won't. We'll stop it. Strzok and Page aren't alone either. Thanks to today's report, we know at least one other FBI official was militantly anti-Trump in his outlook. Mark Stein is an author and columnist. He joins us tonight. Mark, of all the many quotes in here, here are my two favorite because they reveal so much about the underlying assumptions of the FBI. So here you have Peter Strzok and to his girlfriend, quote, just went to a Southern Virginia Walmart. I could smell the Trump support. Mm. And then this, on election night from an FBI employee, Trump supporters are all poor to middle class, uneducated, lazy pieces of human feces that think he will magically grant them jobs for doing nothing. They probably didn't watch the debates, aren't educated on his policies, and are stupidly wrapped up in his unmerited enthusiasm. These now, people, these so, see so maybe you agree with that. I don't know. You get to. Sure. You get to. But if an FBI agent feels that strongly about one candidate or the other, they probably shouldn't be involved in any of the investigations about the presidential campaign. Yes. So, listen, I disagree with Tucker on the Hillary Clinton stuff, James Comey. I don't think James Comey um, helped Hillary at all. In fact, I think... He hurt her with several of his moves. Oh, no doubt. That the IG report condemns. Now, he was insubordinate and, 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 uh, what they say, he departed from regulations, traditions, et cetera, et cetera, because his boss was so utterly unwise and probably corrupt. Uh, Loretta Lynch with the tarmac meeting. And I heard, I think it was CNN saying, yeah, it was the appearance of impropriety meeting with Bill Clinton. There was no impropriety, but, well, wait a minute. How do you know that? Just because Bill Clinton and Loretta Lynch, who's as political as any attorney general has ever been, deny that they talked about the investigation? You believe that? Come on. But anyway, I don't think I don't think Comey did Trump any favors. Um, oh, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I don't think he 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 did Hillary any favors. No, absolutely all. not. That was a screwing. He. he, he he should have never. Um, well, he, there's a whole bunch of things he shouldn't have done that hurt her. But to the to be fair to the New York Times, I appreciated them saying it's inconclusive whether or not him coming out nine days before the election caused her to lose. There are a number of studies that say it may have. There are a number of studies say that it probably didn't. So that that's not a Hillary doesn't get to say that automatically caused her to lose because there's no proof of that. Right. Um, it may have, but it may not have. 
By the way, that one FBI agent whose tweet was, Trump supporters are all poor to middle class, uneducated, lady, lazy pieces of S, was on the Hillary investigation. Wow. How, how much is, how extra early is he getting up in the morning and going that extra mile and, you know, uh, making that extra phone call or whatever you got to do in the investigation of Hillary Clinton when he's got that view of Donald Trump and his supporters? Yeah. Wow. I mean, come on. You know, the, the IG report covers a little bit. I need to read the whole thing um, or dig further into other people's reading of it, but they talk about the kid gloves used on Huma Abedin and Cheryl Mills. How they were granted immunity before they were questioned, how uh, there weren't any, uh, the uh, warrants to grab their computers were written but never executed, and how they were just treated very, very gently through the whole thing. That has always mystified me, because we're talking national security and classified documents and the rest of it, and I I just, I want to know more about that, because I think that's extremely hanky, and that would fit into, you know, the biases we're talking about. Um. But there's, there is plenty for everybody on each side to point to and say, see, see, see. But to me, the conclusion is much more troubling. It's that the politics intruded into these investigations on, in both directions. Uh, Comey, Comey's wasn't, he didn't have intent to hurt Hillary. He was just so in love with himself, he accidentally did, I think. Uh, but I can't but the, the stuff against Trump, the anti-Trump stuff was absolutely deliberate. Yeah, how he ended up with so many agents that not only lean one way or another, of course, all these people, you know, uh, have an interest in who the president is and, and grow up either a Republican or a Democrat and are now, that's fine. But I, there's a lot of presidential candidates I didn't want to win, but I've never had the level of hatred for a candidate where I thought, I can't imagine one human being in America voting for Hillary Clinton or whoever. I've never even come close to feeling that way. How did no. you feel that strongly? Yet, yet these people were not only in the FBI, they were in charge of the investigations into but, the various but, candidates. But there's no proof of bias. That's amazing. That really is. You're a certain sort of person that would ever even think that. Then there's this angle of it. Do we have time for this? Former Assistant Attorney General Peter Kazik, who was tipping off the Clinton campaign, even as he took part in the investigation, according to the IG report, and who, quote, failed to strictly adhere to his recusal, quote, when he finally stepped away. Former FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe also did not fully comply with his recusal, as he'd and he'd already been found to have lied to the Bureau about leaks to the media. Speaking of leaks, Mr. Horowitz needed full attachments and charts to list the entire volume of communication between FBI employees and the press. Not only did these folks have no official reason to be in contact with the media, that's a quote, but they also, quote, improperly received benefits from reporters, including tickets to sporting events, golfing outings, drinks and meals, and admittance to non-public social events. Wow. Yeah. Uh, winners, losers, FBI, loser. Oh, yeah, here's some more. On it's a the, rough day for the Bureau. Here's some more from the FBI team that was supposed to be investigating Hillary Clinton. Regularly sent text critical of Trump and supportive of Hillary, um, including uh, ridiculing the average American public who would vote for Trump, calling him Donald Trump and all of the uh, uh, text. And then, even after the election, FBI agents complained about being on duty on Inauguration Day F. Trump wrote one FBI agent on the Hillary investigation who was doing security on Inauguration Day. An FBI agent doing security for the President of the United States said F. Trump in a text. And he's in, he's investigating Hillary as to whether she had any wrongdoing. How do we know not to put stuff in writing and they don't? 
It's what you said like earlier. That. It's what you said earlier. Because they're so comfortable with that that, that nobody's going to bust them for it. Right. It's so perfectly okay to say that about the current president of the United States when you're in job of protecting his life on Inauguration Day. That's incredible. Wow. FBI, I'll never feel the same way about the FBI. Ever. I'll be skeptical of everything they ever come up with. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.